Episode 68, The Game Changers. And stop with the you're too busy. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. So good to be with you, Jason Jennings. Dale, it's great to be back with you. So I've got to ask, I'm going to set you up for this. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm too busy, dude. Sent this title along, which is all you do. You just you say, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's the title. Let's have the yes. conversation. So uh, stop saying you're too busy. The title of our conversation today, we had something similar to this in an earlier podcast, just happenstance in passing note about this idea of being too busy. But you've really dived into this for today's episode. Well, let me tell you how it happened. It's why we should all measure our words very, very carefully, because you never know what people are going to hear and the profound impact it's going to have on them. I'm stopped all the time in airports and in public venues by people who say, I was at a speech you did a year ago or two years ago or 10 years ago, and you said something that changed my life, and they tell me what it was. And I think, you know, that was a very, very tiny part of the speech. It was kind of a throwaway line. Well, a couple of weeks ago, you told me that you had made a resolution that you were not going to say, I'm just too busy. I've got too much going on. And then we kind of went beyond that and continued the conversation. And when we finished our discussion, later that day, I was thinking, you know what? I've been saying that entirely too much for the past year. I'm too busy to do that. Man, I I don't know how I can do anything else. I'm just so busy. Suddenly, a realization I had was that when you keep saying you're too busy, you're basically saying your life is out of control. But because you're the one in charge of your life and in control of your life, you're basically saying you're out of control. And so I decided I was going to stop saying I'm so busy or I'm too busy because I think it makes you look dumb. And I really do. Because here's what happens. And then I started wondering, why do we say we're too busy? And so this is not going to be scientific research. But over the past several weeks, at speeches, at big conferences, in the gym, wherever I go, I've been asking people the question. I mean, uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm too busy. And so then I decide to investigate a little more. And I've decided there's uh, eight reasons why people say they're too busy. And you may have some to add to the list, but here are the best eight that I can come up with. Uh, Number one, people readily confess this to me because they waste too much time playing video games or binge watching Netflix or Amazon. And I mean, if you're spending an hour, two or three hours a day playing video games or binge watching, I mean, obviously your life is out of control. Number two, and everybody owns up to this one that I've talked to, because they spend way too much time on social media, texting and emailing and surfing the internet. It's amazing. My gym is a huge gym with about 6,000 members, and it does have several floors. I mean, it's a, it's a huge place. And there's a rule. There's, there's signs all over. Uh, no phones on the gym floor. And nobody's paid attention for years. And everyone got their earbuds in. They're listening to music. But throughout their workout, people are checking social media, checking their texts, checking their emails, taking (laughs) selfies, I mean, in the gym, repeatedly over and over and over again. So number two, people spend too much time on social media, texting and email. And I think there's a way, because I'm a fan of social media, but I think there's a way to control that one. Number three, uh, we use we're too busy as an excuse uh, not to do something that we don't want to do. Uh, Number four, we say we're too busy 
because we're not very focused. I mean, we're really not in charge of our life. Number five, we say we're too busy because it gives us a sense of self-importance. I remember flying from San Francisco to Orlando with another author. You'd know his name. I'm not going to embarrass him and mention it, Uh, but he's a well-known guy, and I love him dearly. And we have to be sitting next to each other on the flight to Orlando. We were both going down for separate speeches, and he had his laptop open. And I glanced over. He was in his inbox, and I said, my God. I said, how many messages do you have in your inbox? And he said, a couple thousand. And I said, you mean you get that many emails a day? He said, no, 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 no. He said, some of those have been there for weeks and months. He said, every time I open it and scroll up and down, I feel like a rich man. And I thought, wow, what a way to get your sense of self-importance. And I looked at him because I have a pretty good relationship with him. And I said, you know, you might have a greater sense of self-importance if if instead of looking at all of these things in your inbox that you haven't answered, if you just respond to them and turn these people into lifelong fans. Why get an overinflated view of your own self-importance? I mean, uh, because by saying you're too busy, because I think it sends a distinctly a message distinctly other than that the person you're telling it to. Number six, you might be too busy because you're horrible at time management or because you have no time management in your life. Number seven, maybe legitimately you're doing too much. Or number eight, maybe you took on too much. And so I think we've got some ways to uh, to deal with all eight of those things, Dale. And since I have been looking into this and really thinking through this process, there we are confused, and this goes to your point seven and eight, we're confused and often we allow somebody else to dictate the urgent. We don't focus on the important. Exactly. So that's a, a different way of looking at items number seven and eight in your list. And really, we need to learn. I need to remind myself on a regular basis. I am in charge of determining what's urgent and what's important. And I'm not going to let some news organization tell me what's urgent. It's me. I get to d- make that determination. So, but I've, I've got to admit, in full transparency, I catch myself once in a while opening my mouth when somebody says, "So how you doing?" I'm. So how do we stop? It can be just a habit. How do we stop saying we're too busy? Okay, well, I some of these things, I'm going to talk to you about six things. And some of these things I practiced for a, a very, very long time. But it was because of you uh, that about a month ago, I decided to adopt a couple of other things. And I can tell you the results have absolutely been stunning. Number one, anything that's important to us in our life, we have to be intentional about. And so I have been absolutely intentional about stopping saying the words too busy. And I've drawn myself a little picture in my mind, and I think about it a lot. Anytime I'm tempted to say, I am too busy or I am very busy, it's not telling the world that I'm a very important man. It's telling the world that my life is out of control and that I am incapable of controlling my own life. And so if you draw that picture for yourself and just take a look at that picture a few times a day, it'll go a long way, assist you in avoiding saying that I'm too busy or I'm very busy. It absolutely sends the wrong message. Number two, this has been a life changer for me. I love social media. I love it. I could become addicted to it. And so what I started doing is limiting my social media to two time periods a day of 15 minutes. So one is at 530 in the morning. Instead of reading one of the, I get four local daily newspapers. Instead of reading one of them, I've got 15 minutes for social media at 530 in the morning. And then I've got social media for 15 minutes at six o'clock or 615 
after I get home from the gym. Now, and I think there's something important about that statement, too, because I think there's something even bigger there. I mean, historically, I would have been reading a paper at 5.30 in the morning, or historically, I would have been watching television news at 6 o'clock in the evening. And of course, their importance is rapidly becoming diminished in society. And uh, so my social media times are 5.30 to 5.45 and 6 o'clock to 6.15 or 6.20. And so, and it's made a, a world of difference. The other thing that I've done, and I've experimented with this over the years, and I've actually been pretty good at it, but now I've gotten really good, make an appointment for responding to emails. Mine are now 6 a.m. to 7 o'clock in the morning, and then I'll do a quick check mid-morning or toward lunchtime, and then one more appointment before I head to the gym. And uh, you don't need to be, I mean, right when you're involved in the task of doing something very important, ping, you've got an email. And you know what? You just don't need to turn and look and see what it is. It's going to make you go out of control. So I actually shut Outlook down uh, for big, big sessions during the day when I'm working on things. Number four. Pause right there because that, that gets to the heart of this idea of you determining what is urgent and what's important. And right there, you're saying... Constant barrage of email, even though it might be urgent to the sender, is not urgent to me. You're in control. Dale, I don't know what it's like to have a fight with alcohol and let alcohol go out of your life. But the first time that I decided that I was going to shut Outlook down for periods of two or three hours during the day, I mean, my longing for Outlook was so great. I felt like I had slapped a good friend in the face. I will tell you by the third or fourth day, my productivity had soared and I didn't miss it at all. And so one of the things I would suggest to people is this, make appointments for responding to email, take charge, you be in control of determining what's urgent. So mine are from six to seven in the morning, a quick check, a middle of the morning or toward lunch, and then one more appointment before leaving for the gym and you just get it done. Number four, save binge watching for special occasions. Like anybody else, I love to binge watch once in a while, but it's got to be saved for very, very special occasions. Number five, spend 15 minutes early in the morning. And we talked about this. We devoted an entire podcast to this a while back. Somebody can go up and down the index and find it because we gave all of the explicit directions on how to do it. But take 15 minutes early in the morning, making a list of everything you need to get done, and then go back, look at the list, and go, that's an A, that's a B, or that's a C. And then go back and look at all the A's and say, that's A1, okay, that's going to be A2, that's going to be A3, that's going to be A4, that's B1, uh, B2, B3, B4. And then the greatest thrill you'll ever get in your life is as you go through your day, literally crossing these things off your list. It'll give you an incredible sense of self-esteem. Number six, reach inside and find the courage to say to people, I'm sorry. But given the three priorities I'm working on right now, or the two priorities I'm working on right now, or the project I'm working on right now, I'm not able to put any more on my plate. I'll tell you what, when I've completed them, or if something changes, I will let you know. I mean, be transparent, be honest, and put it out there. And finally, number seven, and this is something I implemented uh, to make myself more productive, uh, more productive a couple of years ago. When you're presented with something you really don't want to do, speak honestly. And in my case, what it was, business lunches. Every time I was off the road, people wanted to have lunches. This person wanted to have a lunch. That person wanted to have a lunch. And I try to be accessible and friendly, so I would say yes. And I'm not making this up. I would show up for a lunch, for a 12 o'clock lunch. Somebody else would come in at 12.15 or 12.18 or 12.20. The next week, I'd have a business lunch for 11.30. They'd get there at 12.15. 
And it drives me absolutely crazy. And so in my case, what I do now is I say, you know, John, thanks for the invitation, but I've had such a bad uh, run of luck with business lunches and people showing up late, being stuck in traffic, the time that it takes to get to and back from the restaurant, not being able to have the restaurant get things out in a timely manner. I just don't do business lunches anymore. Tell you what, let's have a telephone conversation instead, or let's get together for a quick cup of coffee at a time that works for both of us. I can't begin to tell you how much more productive this one has made me because I never liked doing business lunches anyway. So this is fantastic information, and and I'm going to start using this because as we've discussed over the course of the last few minutes together, I'm trying to eradicate those two words, too busy, or I'm busy, my language. So this is a a huge help. Thank you, Jason. I'm going to go back and re-listen to this, take more notes. I've been taking notes through this process. We're going to wrap things up, but I've got a question for you. Imagine you're you're about ready to get on an airplane to go to your uh, speech in real life. So imagine um, you're sitting there. Uh, next to somebody, they strike up a conversation. Hey, what do you do? You say, I'm an author. And what one book would you recommend to that new person, that new friend of yours you've just met on an airplane? Well, I guess it would be probably the high-speed company right now. And I just got a letter from uh, Kumar Chittapiti from FAF in Greenville, Rhode Island. And he said, just a brief note to let you know I'm reading your book, The High-Speed Company, and soaking it up. Our senior management team members are all reading it, and we're all planning a get-together to share our discoveries and takeaways for implementation at our 40-year-old fashion jewelry company. Uh, Haven't you been married for 39 or 40 years? What a coincidence. One of the things that jumps out from the book, besides your passion for the subject matter and the depth of your knowledge, is your decency and innate goodness. It is such a rare quality in the modern world that I felt compelled to give you a shout-out for that. Also, the expression, silences are golden, chapter 6, brought to memory that classic Simon and Garfunkel song, Sounds of Silence, and this segment in particular, people talking without speaking, people hearing without listening, people writing songs that voices never share, and no one dared disturb the sound of silence. When I finish the book, I will send you another email. If your travels bring you to Rhode Island, come by and visit us. But another great thing to do when you're traveling, instead of reading one of my books, is to go back and listen to these 68 podcasts. Mm -hmm. There's an incredible wealth of information for people. So if folks would like to send you a message, uh, share an insight from a book, be sure and drop Jason an email. It is jason at jason Jennings.com. Love to hear from you and uh, response to every email. And with that, Jason, thank you so much. Uh, opening our eyes, this truly is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. And none of us can get by with saying, I'm busy. <laughs> so, we'll see you next week, Dale. All right. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.